This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Born killer, you a born killer, mm. Go on, get him, go on, go on, get him, mm. Born killer, you a born killer, mm. Go on, get him, go on, go on, get him, mm. People have been bringing their problems to me for as long as I can remember. I have one of those faces that just says, tell me what's going on. And now I have one of those podcasts that says, go ahead, tell me what's going on. Welcome to Mess in Progress. Hey, y'all. Hey, and welcome to Mess in Progress. I feel like saying it today. Um, <laughs> with myself, Gina Brion, and my lovely co-host, Slash. Slash. I can't say Slash. 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 <laughs> sister from another mister uh miss catherine g mendoza say hi to the people catherine bueno dia she's bilingual today (laughs) you was feeling that bueno dia you said it straight up like my grandma used to be like you said it very puerto rican i'm going bueno dia dia. i was gonna add the señores i almost felt like you should have been handing me a cup of coffee as you said it like cafecito yeah with a with bread and butter Oh my goodness, yeah. the bread and butter and with the dip. coffee. My dad used to do it with um saltine crackers. Woo! My dad will take saltine crackers yep. and he's to this day and put yep. um butter on them oh, yeah. and then dip them in the coffee. Oh yeah. <laughs> Catherine is salivating. She's excited yeah. about this. Yeah. This is what happens when you don't eat carbs for a long time. Somebody brings like, up crackers. Oh yeah. Oh, talk to me about was, those crackers. You the way I'm picturing it is so like pornographic. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, Tell yeah. me more. Put he, that butter on that cracker. He smeared it. He smeared. <laughs> when the cracker was all buttery. Ooh. I want that buttery goodness. Oh my you know what I love doing? With the crackers, like when the coffee was super hot, you dipped it in, and then yes. one half was kind of like, um, what is it? Like, like not droopy, but it was soggy. Yes, and you had there was a there was an amount of time that you can hold it in there before it so, would yes. crack off. You had into- to hold it the perfect yes. time. It was like one, two. Don't talk to me. One, two, three. Eat it, <laughs> eat it. The mad rush to your yes. mouth so that the cracker doesn't yes. fall apart. Oh my god! I, I just that whole thing. Like I can smell the coffee right now as we're yes. describing it because my dad likes condensed milk, like mm. in his oh, yeah. in his coffee. So he likes his coffee very sweet. Now mm. when I drink coffee, I drink it black. Yeah, and a lot of people are like like Jeremy the other day. My, my husband does not drink black coffee. He he doesn't drink coffee unless it has like sugar and yeah. milk and all this stuff in He's it. He's not a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? But I have heard that about people that drink black coffee. But I'm telling you right now, the reason, first of all, I drink coffee for function, not fun. I don't drink coffee because I'm like, ooh, I like a frappuccino. I'm like, I need to wake up. I need something strong. Right. And I feel like milk and sugar, all of that dilutes the strength of the coffee. Yeah. Plus, if you drink coffee with like stuff in it how do you know if it's good coffee it just tastes like straight up sugar i want to know i'm drinking a good cup of coffee so i drink it without anything in it Mm -hmm. which sometimes backfires because sometimes it's a bad cup of coffee and you're like this is disgusting and i wish i had a ton of stuff in here right now there's nothing hiding no there's nothing hiding this nasty like certain hotels some hotels have stepped it up Mm -hmm. and they have good coffee yeah and then some hotels still use that bargain bin, like mm-hmm. nasty coffee that mm-hmm. just it's you, you can smell it and it doesn't even smell strong Mm-mm. or it looks like um, dirty tea water. Ew, <laughs> I hate yes. cups of coffee that are like they're not even dark. Like it doesn't look dark. It looks like uh, faded. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Yeah. 
but I'm also a little bit bougie because I used a to be little. a barista. Yeah, I was a barista for like five years at this little um, Italian coffee shop in the East Village called Cafe Pick Me Up that is no longer open, which is so sad because it was such a cool place. And uh, So you can talk crap about it. <laughs> I know, right? It's not even talking crap. I, that was one of my favorite jobs that I ever had yeah. was working at this little uh, cafe for the Sicilian guy. Yeah. And um, he was he was the kind of guy that would smell the coffee beans. Like he would get mm. into it and like he knew what a good cup of coffee was. But I will tell you the funniest thing that happened when I worked there was when remember when back back in the day when there was that anthrax scare that everybody was getting anthrax yeah. in the mail yeah so as much as i love my boss and his name is clemente he was so paranoid about anthrax and this was his brilliant idea he put the mail in the microwave and he was like, I'm going to put this in the microwave and the heat is going to kill the anthrax. Oh. And I said, the mail is going to catch on fire. Yeah. And sure enough, it caught on fire. And I was like, <laughs> this is why we don't put paper into a microwave. And I just could not stop laughing. And he had to laugh like he couldn't even be mad. He had to laugh of about course. it and i was like it's just you really thought that that would work like he really <laughs> was like this is a genius plan like this is totally gonna work all bad things are killed with heat it's like that's what people think. i've heard that you know that's people's logic yeah. yeah that it's gonna like if you wash your hands you wash them with hot water yeah. right because you're like i gotta your get plates, the germs off like even clothes. clothes yes yeah clothes if you wash clothes like there's certain washes that you're supposed to do in cold water yeah but then there's people that refuse to wash their things in cold yeah. water. They're like, no, I remember when I was Dike learning yeah. how to do laundry yeah. for my ex-boyfriend's mom because she felt she felt she had like the perfect system. Mm -hmm. I feel like everybody's mom feels like they have the perfect laundry system. But she would like walk me through like, OK, well, these can't go in this. You can't oh, yeah. wash this with warm water. You got to wash it with cold water. Yeah. And then for this one, you got to use the OxyClean. Like she was like a <laughs> Ph.D. in laundry. I mean, some of the clothes the tags do say yes like what if you read the tag be. yes but first of all know this about me i do not buy fancy clothes okay yeah. ain't nobody got time for that i if i have an event yeah i'll buy something nice for it but like my regular everyday clothes yeah. i'm going to tj maxx i'm going to burlington i'm going to places where you can find cute stuff that's not gonna break your pockets oh 100 but like my husband wears expensive clothes. He buys mm. like true religion jeans and like true religion. Yeah, that joint is like two hundred dollars. Like yeah. that's expensive jeans. But like, why? Because he likes the way they fit, and I understand Wait, that. Wait, okay, I can I can respect the fit. Yeah, when you find a good fit. Yeah, he yeah. likes the way they fit, yeah. and he doesn't want to stray from that because it's hard to find stuff that like that you really like that just fits you perfectly but i need him to confident. find a levi's fit. yes i'm like boo boo can we like downgrade <laughs> a little levi's bit budget, boo. <laughs> yeah otherwise you're gonna be wearing that one pair of 200 dollars jeans even if he's for not on the levi's budget just 200 dollars for pants exactly that's my face but i'm a shoe girl like my um, shoes that's your vice that's my thing. So if I if I drop money on shoes, I'll drop a hundred dollars on shoes. Like yeah. I'll drop like on a good pair of heels. Yeah. And I'm talking heels, not even sneakers, because I know a lot of sneakerheads that'll drop yeah. two hundred on a uh, good awesome pair of sneakers. sneakers. Yeah. But for that me, they'll wear once. Yeah. That they yeah. or they'll keep in a box because yeah. it's like yo, these I gotta I gotta keep yeah. them. They're because they don't want to get the white so the soles messed up. Exactly. Yeah, huh? For me, I will drop money on shoes. I'll drop money on hair product. I get that. That's I feel my that. Thing. Okay. Yeah, that's my hair is my thing. Like I hair product, hair like um, you know, curlers and stuff like yes. that. 
or at a hair salon, I will drop money. Yes, I'll drop money at a hair salon. Yeah. That's true. When I find a good hair, I have two, uh, my trusted two hair people. I have one in New York and one in LA that I trust. And when I go to them, I know I'm spending bank because I wait to go. Mm-mm. I don't just go every week. I wait till my grades are showing, till my hair looks yeah. uh, messed up. Oh, and I like, wait way too long. Yes. I'm like, I'm a hot mess. Like when I walk in and my hairstylist is like, ooh, girl, yeah, you should have come in way earlier. You're lucky. You got them in both. See, when I was living in LA, <laughs> I chose. Cuts. Girl, worse. No. I chose. Yeah. I'm, I, I lived there for a few months during my blonde hair stage. Oh, I do remember you were yeah. blonde. Yeah. And my hair is naturally, people think it's black. It's not black. It's Dark, the, darkest the darkest brown darkest before brown. black. Like my hairstylist has told me this. So those roots are not cute. But I don't trust people with my hair. And we're talking bleaching. You can mess my hair up. So I didn't want to trust anybody. But I made the mistake Uh-oh. of, I, I'm like, I'm not going to trust these girls but you know who I trust? Myself. Uh, That's the first mistake. Yes. Hold on, hold on. It gets worse. Then my boyfriend at the time came to visit. And because there's certain parts of my head that I can't get, who do you think bleached my room? Wow. <laughs> yeah. How did he do? Please tell me he didn't mess well, it up. Well, he's a perfectionist. So, And he had watched me get my hair done so many yeah. times. He didn't do well, but he at least didn't miss spots. Yeah, so it wasn't what, like spotty. It wasn't spotty. And it was it was all unequally orange <laughs> on the roof. <laughs> so maybe I should have found someone out there. Yeah. I remember when I told my hairstylist that she first died of laughter. And then was like, I thank you for your loyalty and not going to someone else. Yes. But don't ever do that again. She would have rathered if I would have found someone. I am surprised that you did not. This is this is how much I know Catherine. Catherine loves a good hairstyle. Oh yeah, she loves a good hair color. Yeah, to the point where I remember uh, one time when you had dyed your hair, Which and one? you said my hair is denim, and I went, <laughs> "That's not a color. That's a fabric." First of all, and I did not know what color to look for when I saw you. And when I saw you, I said, oh, it looks like like a purple, like a lavender. And you went, it's denim. Like, you were tight. And you went, it's denim. And we went into the gym that day. And the girl behind the counter said she liked your hair color. And instead of just saying thank you, this is what passive-aggressive petty Catherine did. I'm not normally passive-aggressive. She was so tight. That she said, instead of saying, thank you, she went, thanks. What color is it? Like, she needed it validated. And the girl went, I don't know, like, lavender. And I saw (gasps) Catherine's spirit break. (laughs) I've never seen somebody break. So the fact that this man had your hair looking orange and you didn't toss him off a balcony. It was my fault. It was my fault. You did it yourself. Yes. But I've done that. You know what I did back in the day? I I used to use um, peroxide on my hair. Because you oh. know how you put peroxide in your hair? This is how hood I was back Girl, in the day. Girl, that's some jail stuff. Yes. <laughs> I was living jail that hats. prison life. That hashtag prison life. Yes. I, uh, I used to do that. I used to put the peroxide and sit in the sun. I went to a, not a salon. Where was it? Actually, no, I went to a nail salon recently that had a um, CBD pedicure. Esperate. Yes. What? 
they had for those of you not familiar with CBD, it is derived from uh, hemp. It is uh-huh. a, from the hemp plant, same same place that cannabis comes from. And there was a, a place in California that I went to. Of course. Of course. That had a CBD pedicure. Now, what it was is that, you know, they have those bath bombs. It was a CBD bath bomb that's put into the water when you have your feet in the water. So your feet is relaxed. Ma- your feet is relaxified. And a lot of it is for pain. Like if oh, you have like CBD is very good for pain. Yes. Yeah. My husband uses it for arthritis, for his bad yeah. arthritis. And there are certain I've I've become such uh, so knowledgeable about um, uses for cannabis and for and I say cannabis because when you say like marijuana or weed, you see people picture you like in an alleyway with like a hoodie on and like you're like some sort of weed gremlin and you're like, I got to smoke. (laughs) Well, yeah, marijuana, weed, pot. Yes. What's other ones? Marijuana, Um, weed, pot. um, What are some of the other trees? Trees, trees, smoking them trees. trees. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the the words you use are very important. Yeah. When you say cannabis, people go, "Oh, that's the medical term. Yeah. That's fine." Yeah. But you say anything else, and they're like, "You're yeah. a demon." Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've used um, both CBD and THC, and the combination of the two for I I believe the way it was broken down to me by because I, I have my New York medical card, I have a, a California medical card. The way it was broken down for me by the doctor was um, CBD is a lot more for pain. Yeah. When you get a, a concentration that's higher in CBD than in THC, it's more for pain. Yeah. When you get a concentration that's higher in THC, it's more for, I Fun. guess, psychological pain <laughs> is really what it's for. Yeah. It's like if I had to classify the two, it's like yeah. you're and it. Yeah, it is fun It yeah. is because it takes you out of your own way. I well, did it, it also depends on what the strand is. Yes. Yeah, yes. Um, did there you is strand. Yeah. Well, because it could be you could be stuck. <laughs> you said strand instead of strain, and it threw strain? me off. Strand? Yeah, oh my strand. bad. You said strand, and I'm like, like the bookstore. <laughs> like, I'm like, wait, no, that's the, the strand. strand. <laughs> the bookstore. Still, yeah, that's that's where I was. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> no, but I I get what you're saying. It does yeah. depend on the strain because if you're there, and I've become so, and I'm fascinated by this whole world, and I ask a lot of questions mm-hmm. like about it when I go see, like when I went to the uh, clinic that's on 14th Street here. There's a in 14th street in new york city there's a medical uh uh, medical cannabis like a center that you can go to and when i spoke to the doctor i asked a million questions like i am the most inquisitive person about that because i'm fascinated i would love to own my own dispensary one day like i would i would love to do that because i i noticed the benefits and when people hear that you're using like cannabis it's so funny because like my mom knows my whole family knows Mm -hmm. and my husband recently told his family which was a big a bigger deal for him Mm. because um i think his family it's just they're so sweet and midwestern and they're just like they to them it still has that negative connotation when mm. you say it like because they they don't picture it as like you're a responsible adult that's using it they look at it like oh that's just like using alcohol yeah and the war on drugs yeah and so for him i was really proud of him that he actually said that i told my mom a long time ago and it's not like my mom is shouting it from the hilltops that she's happy right. but my mom also knows i'm grown yeah and I've been to therapy and my mom knows I have anxiety and my mom knows about my insomnia and all these other things that I've struggled with for years. Mm-hmm. And all these things can be helped by both, you know, CBD and cannabis. And yeah. people are always like, well, why don't you use like sleeping pills or anxiety pills? I'm like, why is that any better? Yeah, why? that's medicating yourself. Yeah, it's yeah. still medicating, yeah. but you're just okay with that type of medication. It's a chemical way of dealing with this people's biggest issue with cannabis is that they're like oh it messes with your body chemistry so does tea so does yeah. coffee so does yeah. sugar and alcohol yeah, alcohol big time deodorant 
Do you want, yeah, you can yeah. roll down the list of things where it's like, yeah, a lot of things change your mood. Yeah. People drink chamomile tea to calm down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I need to chill out. Let me just drink some chamomile tea. Or they'll drink green tea or coffee if they want to be caffeinated and awake. Yeah. So it's just interesting that people still, t- part of me is like, can y'all get over it? Just please? chill. Stop. Like, can y'all just chill with like acting like it's such a big deal? Yeah. I think people really overthink it. Agreed. Yeah. And overreact. Yeah, I agree. I mean, for myself, I, I like CBD for my anxiety. It just helps a lot. Yes. A ton, a ton, a ton. Um, but when I said about um, THC, you know, like I learned about it in spending time in L.A. because, you know, out here in New York, it's like some reg stuff. You 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 smoke an oregano. Like that's what you are smoking. Yes. But in L.A., it's like you actually learn about it. And I yes. remember when I learned, you know, um, indica or sativa and understanding what the differences were. I grew up calling like somebody who was probably doing a little more of something that had the indica effects yeah. as getting stuck. That yes. just meant you were dumb high. Yes. You on the couch, you can't move. You look basically a couch potato. Yes. But really, indicas are body high. So that is it the makes purpose sense. of an indica. Right. But if you didn't know that, or if you don't understand, then that, you're that... looking at people and you're going, oh, that person's a pothead. That right. person's lazy. Right. No, they, they're they using the strain right. for what they needed. Right. If you needed to chill out, like there's yeah. times when. I don't need a sativa. I don't need to be functional. I need something like when I need to go to bed. I have had the worst insomnia since I was a teenager. I'm talking, I can go two or three days on an hour sleep. I can, I can do that. And so it's like when you're, when you've lived that way for so long and you find something that finally helps you get to sleep, Mm -hmm. you realize one, the importance of getting a good night's sleep. Oh God. Yeah. In every single way. It affects your weight. It affects your mental health. It affects your interactions with people. Yeah. It, it affects I mean, how much I'm not going to probably like snap at someone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When I get a good night's sleep, I'm just in a different headspace. Yeah. When I wake up in the morning mm-hmm. and between the insomnia and anxiety, a good night's sleep is really rare for me. Between the insomnia, insomnia, anxiety, hunger. Yes. Hunger too. I'm, I stay <laughs> and hungry. And the ability of others to test my patience. Oh my God. I'm constantly, constantly hungry. Oh my, I have to tell you this thing. I have to tell you what happened this morning. Speaking of hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hungry right now, but I'm hungry every second of the day. I feel like um, mm-hmm. there's levels to it. Yes, especially since being like eating more vegetarian because I feel and I'm also trying to lessen my carbs. I don't want to get rid mm-hmm. of them because I do. I still love rice and potatoes, <sighs> but it's just in, you know, I'm trying to sort of minimize, especially throughout my day. The later yeah. it gets in the day, oh, I'm yeah. trying to get away from yeah. eating carbs. But I was uh, this morning. I was going to meet up with Catherine yeah. and I was at a Starbucks and I felt so bad because the thing I ordered, they didn't have it. I ordered those egg bites and they're like, oh, we're out of egg bites. And I haven't. What are egg bites? You know, those little egg um, things that they have at Starbucks now where it's not an egg sandwich. It's just literally like a little dish with eggs. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It's like these two little egg discs that you can get. And they, <laughs> so they're not egg bites. They're egg discs. <laughs> they're egg discs. Yes. And uh, I usually get the egg white and um, red pepper one because there's no meat in it. And so, (laughs) you know, it's ridiculous. But I ordered that and they didn't have it. So I said, all right, I'll just get the spinach Uh feta wrap. Feta? For you. And so I ordered it. And the guy, the lady behind the counter goes, oh, it's the last one. And the woman behind me went, damn, it's the last one. I wanted one. And I felt so bad because, you know, that feeling of like if I was in her shoes. But 
I, so I said, I was like, oh, do you, I said, do you want it? And she said, no. And I didn't even take a beat. I was like, I'll take it then. Like, I you know how she was waiting for me to be like, are you sure? E I was like, no. <laughs> Catherine is outraged right you now. You are so nice. <laughs> I did. I you was like, I felt bad. You want it? See, her no, saying real I wanted that. Yeah. Would have encouraged me to buy it because I would have oh, been you like, are so foul. Ah, I'm the winner. No, I you see, won. but in my mind, on some serious, like, hashtag gorda life yes. stuff, if I was in her shoes, I would be so mad. Sounds like a personal problem. Wow. There's Starbucks everywhere. Walk wow. to another one. <laughs> wow. To, and here's my thing wow. you said it aloud. Yeah, I you wanted it. me to know. Exactly. So that's why I would have been like, yes, I'll have it. Even if I just didn't want it anymore. That is true. She did say it out loud, which is kind of like, why would you say that out loud? Like, right. Why would you announce that to everybody? Right. So that I, now I look like the bad now guy. Now she put you in that position. Yeah. See, because if you really wanted it, then let you finish your order because yeah. this is your order time. <laughs> and then once you go, you know, you go wait for your stuff. Yeah. She goes up to them. And if you happen to hear them, this conversation go down where she goes, hey, I heard that you sold the last one. How often do you guys make it? See, that's different. Yeah. Because that's when she's expressing she wanted that. But it had nothing to do with you. She yeah. made it. But I would feel you. tight. I just, I think I just felt bad because I was like, I would feel tight if, if I was behind the person that ordered the last of the thing that I wanted. Mm. Just on some real gorda life stuff. Did like, you I would wait be... to hear what she ordered? No. Forget your life. I gave you a chance. I said, do you want it? She said, oh, no, you can have it. And when she said Ew. it, I was like, of course okay. I can have it. I'm yes, standing here. I know. Here. I'm the one that's buying it. I know <laughs> I can have it. But I was like, all right, bye. Because you knew she was waiting for that. No, no, you take it. And I'm like, no, we don't play that. I offered you once. You said no. You wouldn't even get the offer from me. I know. Not at all. I could all. see it in your face. You would have ignored that she said it. 100%. 100%. ¿Quién te estaba hablando? This is between me and my barista. And oh, I need you to goodness. mind your business and wait your turn. My, Thank you. This have... is between me and my barista. <laughs> <laughs> this is between me and this person, okay? Yes. Mind your business. Yes. Mind all of your business. <laughs> mind your whole business. Yes. Mind your entire business somewhere else. Yes. And the at the other Starbucks, two wow. blocks away. Wow. Go get your your See, that's the feta. nicest thing I would have done. I would already know the other Starbucks, and then I would have been like, oh, damn. Well, you know, there's a Starbucks down the down the block on Pearl and Madison. If you take a left, it's 926 Pearl. Won't miss it. They probably have it there. Wow. I'm still being nice. I mean, kind of, but you're also telling somebody to step off. Like, yo, you know this line you've been waiting on? Yes. Bye-bye. Go wait on another one. But I gave her an option so she could get what she wanted. This is true. But here's how I feel, though, like, for me personally, when I want a certain type of breakfast oh. and I don't get it, <laughs> that messes up my whole day. Of course. That messes up my entire, because I start off on the wrong foot. When I'm like, yo, I really want this, like, I don't care what it is, like egg sandwich or like whatever, mm. and I don't get the exact one that I want, mm -hmm. I'm going to be tight. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be tight the whole day because mm -hmm. I'm going to be like, I didn't get the sandwich I wanted. It, I feel like it's going to mess up my food karma karma you know how like you don't get the food you want in the beginning of the day oh so, you so the rest of the day it's like you're food cursed oh i never thought about that's that. how i feel it's also the same like if i eat something that i know is not good for me in the morning mm. 
Mm. Like if I eat something too sugary mm. or something like that, and I'm like, I know I shouldn't have started off my day with that cinnamon bun. Yeah. I know I shouldn't have done that. Because <laughs> then the whole day is just a sugar like spiral. Like oh, yeah. That so I feel like you have to, I, I don't know. I felt like, I felt bad for her because I was like, I think I messed up this lady's like uh you did not <laughs> that was starbucks that did they because need hold more on. sandwiches hold on. what time was it it was like 11 in the morning oh no i'm sorry boo boo like breakfast is over at 11 at mcdonald's she no, was is it late. breakfast all day at mcdonald's now okay that's how old i am that wow <laughs> and you said you're old i could throw this <laughs> microphone at you <laughs> <laughs> that's me throwing a microphone by the way <laughs> That was an interesting sound effect that you used for throwing a microphone. No, are you throwing a child's microphone? Yes, a little <laughs> tiny one. But no, here's, I look at it as she, sh if anybody messed it up, it was Starbucks. But I do get what you mean by like wanting something. Yes. See, the, I don't do breakfast a lot. Like I don't buy breakfast. Yeah. I've started to make breakfast for myself, but I haven't bought breakfast out in a long time. But back in the day. Yes. And by back in the day, I mean like when I was younger, I would. I mean like three months ago. Right? 2018. Um, no, I mean like back in the day when I was like in elementary school. Mm -hmm. Right? Every morning I would go to the bodega, which is a store for anybody who doesn't know what a bodega is. Yes. I would go to the bodega, the corner store, and I would get um, a water Probably, mm -hmm. probably not, because my mom only gave me like a certain amount of money for the week. Um, but I would always get a 50 cent bagel. A 50 cent bagel. With cream cheese. Now, mind you, sometimes when I was super, super gorda life, I would have them smear one side with cream cheese and the other side with butter and jam. And then I would have them individually pack them so that Heck they yeah, wouldn't touch of course, each other. Yeah. But for the most part, I'm a cream cheese person. And the one that I would go to, the the place that I would go to, had that like super big bucket of cream cheese that they would just glob it, you yeah. know what I mean? And throw it on there that even the hole had cream cheese in it. If I didn't get the sufficient amount of cream cheese in the hole, my whole morning was messed up. I feel you. I so feel that's you. exactly where I can't I, I even. I can't even deny. I feel you. When I was a yeah. kid, I used to go to the bodega. There was like three yeah. different corner stores yeah. by me, in and the you knew what you got at each one. Yes. Yeah. And the one that I would go to by my school, I still yeah. remember how this sandwich tastes. Like as I'm talking to you Ooh. right now, I could taste the ham and cheese on a hero Ooh. that I used to get from this one person. Like it was a craving. Like yeah. we were allowed sometimes to like go out and go get lunch. Oh, like wow. in my junior high school, it was very fancy. And they in high school, they did not too, care about you. <laughs> they didn't care about my health. Because that is nothing. No, it's not your health, your my, safety. Yeah. Are you kidding me? There was mad kids that were like, you going to let us leave and expect us to come back? You bugging. I'm out. Yeah. I'm not going to make the second half of this day, especially in high school. Not so much in junior high, because nah. they would really control that a lot more in junior high. Yeah. You know, but we would dip out and we would grab like, the ham and cheese in the corner store. I still remember the crunch of the bread, everything. But when I was crunch. in high school, we would skip out and we would, because they would let us go out for lunch. Yeah. We would go to Burger King, we go to McDonald's, and we would walk down. There was a McDonald's right along the side of the highway. Where'd you go to high school? You got to tell Lehman. the people. Lehman. I went to Lehman High School. Where is it? Lehman is in uh, Throg, the Throg's Neck area of the Bronx. We call it Thug's Neck. Thug's oh, Neck, okay. which is so corny, but yes. Thug's Neck. 
Um, and I only went there because I lied about my address. Um, <laughs> we all did that. <laughs> yeah. My mom straight up was like, uh, you're not going to Stevenson because that was the, the high school that I was closer to. And Stevenson right. was the bad high school. That was your zone school. That was my zone school. Yeah. So we just used my uncle's address because yeah. he lived in that Lehman area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we used my uncle's address. And we were like, I mean, I don't live there, but that's not my family. And I yeah. go there. So, you know. Yeah, he's you, a piece of mail. Exactly. Sign up. But I went to uh, went to Lehman, which was a nicely mixed school. Uh-huh. It was black, Latino, and um, Albanian mm-hmm. and Italian. Mm-hmm. That makes that sounds like certain parts of the Bronx. Yes, yeah. yes, it was heavily Albanian and Italian. Like there were still black and Latino kids yeah. there, but it was definitely more Italian and right. Albanian. Which is probably why it was better zoned than your yeah. area. Yeah, no, yeah. It was, yeah, exactly. It was just a better, it, and that's not a, that's not a comment on like no. I feel like don't any black and Latino people like feel like I'm commenting no. on Stevenson like that. It was a zone thing. Zone is all about the money that's around that yes. school. So like I, where I grew up in Williamsburg, I would have, it, for elementary, I didn't have to do this for high school because yeah. I'm one of those people who went to performing arts high school. Oh my God. I had to audition. Um, You're but, so fancy. <laughs> fancy. I went to the crackhead cousin of all the performing arts high school. Yeah. I'm so serious. This one school was not even crackhead, the pothead one. Like, in, like really? Yeah. You know, there's LaGuardia, there's PPAS, all the really, the ones that everybody knows. I went to Talent Unlimited because our talent was unlimited. Yeah, I know. It was really sad. Wow. But I loved it. It was fun. But anyways, back to my junior high school and my, my elementary school. I had, for elementary school, we had PS18 yes. next to me, and then we had PS250. PS18 was my zone elementary school. But PS18 just didn't have the education level that PS250 had. PS250 put people in certain junior high schools that got you on a better track. In the district, PS250 and then my junior high school, 318, were the better schools. Um, PS18 put you to IS49. Those two, not that they were bad schools, they were just poorly funded. And so everybody who went there you know, came from the same hood that I came from. My mother did exactly what you did. She found the way. Do people understand the abbreviations like IS? PS, IS, uh, PS, public IS, school, AT, intermediate school. Yes, intermediate. Like, uh, I feel like, yes. I don't know if that's an everywhere thing. It's a New thing. York City thing. It's a New York City okay. public school thing. So we went to public school or PS, for me it was 250. For me it was uh, PS 184. Right. 184? Something like that. And then, and then for IS 174. School, no, it was IS 174, PS 182. Right. So for middle school, mine's um, IS 318. Mm. Well, it's actually in Genio Maria de Hostos Intermediate wow. School. 318. That sounds like uh, my tia's name. Like that sounds yeah. like somebody that I know. <laughs> it, let me, if you needed to ask yourself, if I went to, uh, if I grew up in a Puerto Rican neighborhood, my junior high school is called in Genio Maria de Hostos. Wow. So yes. De Hostos. Yes. Uh, my elementary school was called George Lindsay PS 250. Mm. Yeah. But it really did depend on the money in that area. Like Lehman was a, in my opinion, as a student, they're a well-funded school. Yeah. That, that's a real thing. My, I knew my, my middle school had uh like really good funding cause we had a chess team. The other middle school did. Yeah. They weren't learning chess. <laughs> The other middle school was like, we ain't got time for chess. We no, trying to live. We we were um that they, we I act like I was on that team. <laughs> <laughs> they were I think nationally recognized for like chess teams in in um middle schools. Wow. They and that tells you a lot about the school. It just happened to be in a better part, a better funded part of the district. Yeah. Doesn't make another one bad. 
it, and that's also why it's competitive to get into. Yeah. So they were, and I I do remember like and I'm not saying anybody who went to Stevenson. I understand that you went there and yeah. it's not a bad school, yeah. but it had a reputation. Yeah. Like Stevenson had a reputation for being really bad and really just not safe for a lot of kids. Yeah. And that's unfortunate because I'm sure there was a lot of good teachers there. And I'm mm. sure like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know the school personally. Probably underfunded. I, yeah. That's, that's why it. I will. I will 100% say that most of the schools that I feel like had a bad rep, it was more due to the fact that they were underfunded. Yeah. And sometimes understaffed. Because well, that's they the were fun. underfunded. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, for instance, in my elementary school, when you said y'all y'all were let out, was that elementary or junior high? Uh, actually, I think it was high school. I don't think they let high us out in junior school. high. I think we used to dip out in junior oh, yeah. high. I'm like, mm. We used to dip out. Nah, in my junior high school, in my elementary school, like, even, like, it was, you know, playtime in the, the in the backyard? Yeah. Was, like, yard time in jail in the sense that Hilarious. that's how many guards we had. That's how much Hilarious. it was like somebody at each corner, you were going nowhere. I just they picture were watching you working you. out. You're doing pull-ups in the yard. Like, <laughs> like, uh, Catherine's getting stronger by the day. <laughs> just doing pull-ups. Uh-uh. We were playing dodgeball. I hated dodgeball. Yeah. you. I, I hated and loved it. I hated dodgeball because I was never aggressive enough to like want to hit somebody with oh, an object. Either. But I was quick. And I was petrified of being hit with that damn ball. No, I was quick. I was quick, and then when I was, I, this was my tactic. I was quick, and I dodged everything until it came down to two or three. Then yeah. I knew I got to pick up a ball. Yeah, now yeah. Now it's game time. See, I was never coordinated enough to to be good at dodgeball. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, except for like one or two times when you catch the ball and the person's yeah. automatically Whoa! out. Oh, you would feel so And high. you look at them straight in the eye, smile like, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and you knew the other team was going to come for you after Oh, yeah. That. Oh, you got to watch out. You can't have too much of a pause. No. Because their friend is in the corner like, ah, and then you get hit in the head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you feel like stupid because yeah. you played yourself. Yeah. But you still talk mad crap because yeah, you still be like, walk like, away like, but I caught the ball anyway. <laughs> I, know, I know he hit me, but you didn't hit me. You didn't hit me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's get to the Dear Gina um, before, before we go on a dodgeball tangent, which I could talk about my hatred for dodgeball for a long time i love but, uh, it i really think this is a re this is another interesting dear gina you guys are coming up with really really great questions for me and keep them coming in because i love reading them um dear gina what is one thing you're focusing on improving this year that you did not do last year mm. um for me personally one of the things that i'm focusing on a lot is my health both um, mentally, physically, and emotionally. I think I have a tendency, because I am so I can be such a workaholic because I push myself so hard, that I let other things fall by the wayside. Like, mm -hmm. I will forget to eat, or I'll eat unhealthy, or I won't be, and again, with the between the insomnia and everything else, and I hadn't been to see my therapist for like a month, mm -hmm. and I'm not gonna lie, it's a struggle. When yeah. you're in therapy, it is because you're working towards a goal, and I sort of stunted myself by not, and my therapist is very accommodating, Dating. he's like we can skype if you're on the road and i think that's something that for me it, it affects every aspect of my life mm -hmm. so i want to focus on those things and being realistic too like when i say i'm focusing like on my health it's not just i don't mean like oh i just want to lose some weight no i'm trying to be a healthier person mm -hmm. in every aspect which means also changing the dialogue that i have with myself mm -hmm. because there are times when you know I would be very negative towards myself. And one of my favorite, favorite things I ever read, Nikki Glaser posted something on her Instagram page that a friend had told her 
because uh, she has she said she has a habit of talking down to herself and being really harsh on herself and ripping her apart from everything from career to how she physically looks. And her friend said, you know, when you do that, picture yourself talking to a younger version of you. Like if you were to picture little girl Catherine, mm-hmm. like we're talking six, seven years old. Would you be able to say the same harsh things to little girl Catherine that you say to yourself in the mirror? Probably. <laughs> I'm like, I'm lawless. I'm not the one to ask this question to. No, I wouldn't. No, I, I could never. When I thought about it in those terms and when I, you know, when I read it on Nikki's page, I remember thinking, I talk so badly to myself. And that needs to change. I need to not be that person that's mm-hmm. constantly like, ew, your body's gross. And also, you give up the fight. When you start talking to yourself like that, you psych yourself out and you're like, you know what? I can't do this. I am, I, I, I do. I am ugly. I am fat. I am this. And I'm just going to live in. I'm going to live in this, but yeah, not in a not good way. No, yeah. you don't want to live in that. So that's definitely something I'm changing this year that I feel like I've never really focused on as much as I am focusing on this year. Yeah. I don't know if there's anything that you feel like you're working on. or I feel like there's a lot about you that over the years that I've known you yeah. that you've worked on and changed yeah i mean one of the things if i had to say this year um routine and discipline that's really hard for me um and by that i that that doesn't always mean like people think like oh in work it's not only in that routine can be um like i said i i went many years without having breakfast and then that that determines my day and how I'm eating and then you know like overeating or getting super hungry and then just you know gorging on whatever I see yeah so trying to put you know be conscious about like waking up even if you're not hungry try to eat something yes or for me um the discipline is also like I said um well same thing I have an elliptical I spent way too much money on it and I did it so I could guilt myself because it's in my living room but (laughs) I clearly am stronger than my guilt. So this year I'm like, no, get on it. Even if it's 20 minutes yeah, and then get off, you have your breakfast and that becomes my discipline and my routine. I'm not going hard and like acting like yeah. I'm doing like what, what's one of those intense workouts, but it's something I hadn't done before. I also noticed that that then changes my attitude walking into my day because yes. before I would just walk, wake up, go brush my teeth. You know what I mean? Put some water on my face. And that's how I started my day. So um, that's one. Also, self-talk, like you said. I try to practice a little bit more um, gratitude for things. So I wake up and although, and I say this, I'm not a very religious person. I did grow up with a mother who did put us in many different churches. She does. She definitely was a woman of faith in her younger years, but then now she's a Buddhist. She's very spiritual. Um, but so God is something that has been in my life. Honestly, I wake up and the first thing I do is I reset my prayers. I think yes. I've mentioned this before. Um, and then I just talk to God, universe or whatever, and myself. Yeah, I'm grateful for waking up and um, going into a new day. That's something really, I never did before. That's a really good practice, though, because I think it puts you in the right mindset yeah. of uh, we're not thankful enough for the things that we do have. Yep. We're too busy concentrating on the things that we don't have. And I know I'm definitely guilty of that. Like, I'm definitely guilty of being that person that's like, I'm not at this point in my career yet. I'm not there. I'm blah, blah, blah. I don't have this. I don't have that. Mm-hmm. I'm so concentrated and focused often on the things that I haven't accomplished yet or haven't accomplished. And 
the things that I don't have that I forget to appreciate the things that I do have. Yeah. And sometimes it's as simple as thank God I got a roof over my head yeah. or thank the universe, whatever. I'm not, <laughs> I feel like whenever you say God, people kind of wince a little yeah. bit. I'm like, it's I, whatever you believe in. I'm not one of those people that pushes stuff on other yeah. people, but I believe what I believe. So yeah. I'm going to say, thank God I have a roof over yeah. my head because there's not a lot of people that, have that i don't even i say thank god but i don't even think i say it religiously i think i say it habitually yeah because some people do like i i mean i pro i definitely mean it more in a religious yeah. sense when i say thank god um but that's just based on my background I, and my beliefs and that's not to say that i don't question things i still question a yeah. lot just because i am a person of faith yeah. one does not mean that i'm so flawed like people always tend to think that oh if you're if you say you're a person of faith that you walk this path perfectly. Oh, I definitely do not. I've right. dropped the ball a billion times yeah. and we'll drop it a billion times more. I've been selfish. I've been lazy. I've been all the things that a person of faith fights against. Right. Um, because I'm imperfect, yeah. but seeing those imperfections and trying to fix them, trying to get over these flaws and, and specifically the ones that have affected my life negatively. Right. Those are the things that I need to change, like procrastination and yeah. being selfish and making selfish choices. And like, these are things I need to be aware of to change. And I guess that's another thing that I'm trying desperately to work on mm -hmm. is is that kind of attitude having that attitude of i know i'm not perfect but i'm working on being better yeah i'm working on being better nobody's ever going to be perfect but i'm working on being better at things one of the things i need to definitely be conscious of too is the way i say things and the way i react to things mm -hmm. i have a tendency i think i look a lot more intimidating when i'm your face when i'm intensely <laughs> listening to somebody i feel that yeah it look, people are always like are you mad and i'm yeah. like i'm not mad i'm literally I'm listening this is how much focus this takes for me <laughs> my whole body is concentrating on this right now <laughs> and i have no joy in my face <laughs> because i have because sometimes my husband will be talking to me and he'll look he just looks so like he looks like he's petrified that i'm mad at him and i'm like yeah. i'm not mad at you i'm literally just paying attention and not speaking right no i totally get that <laughs> that's I, hilarious and i've been told that before like when somebody's talking to me and they're they're like are you just are you mad at yeah. something i'm saying and i'm like no i'm literally just listening but my face <laughs> my face is doing the way something. your face is set up <laughs> the way my face is set up yeah. that's right that is one of my favorite kevin hart bits yeah so, like, it is the way my face is set up is that i look stank when i don't mean to look stank. yeah yeah and i feel like a lot of people go through that i'm trying to be more conscious of that and also the way i say things real quick let me tell you the other day me and my husband went out for breakfast this all comes back to breakfast <laughs> and <laughs> we got sandwiches and i always i got an egg sandwich he got like a tuna fish or something and um for breakfast it was it was it was lunch time but okay. like i was i was still in breakfast mode <laughs> and so i got a hot sauce right because uh -huh. i put hot sauce on my oh. eggs right <laughs> i know this <laughs> and so i my husband grabbed the hot sauce and used it mm -hmm. and what i meant to say was do you want me to get another hot sauce? Because I know we both like hot sauce. I didn't know he was going to use the hot sauce. But what came out was, you know I got that for me. <laughs> Girl. And what I meant to say, and that's the thing, it came out because I was hangry, and it came out the wrong way. And he was so apologetic, and yeah. and I felt terrible because I was like, no, 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 I didn't, I didn't mean, I got to work on not speaking like that when I'm hangry. Yeah. Because I all I meant was, do you want me to get another hot sauce? 
See, and it came out so stank. The way I look at it, oh, I know. You said what you said <laughs> because if you wanted hot sauce, you should asked for hot sauce. They didn't give it to me just because I asked. I asked for, for it. Was he there when you asked? Yeah, and he didn't think of oh, get get two. No, because this is how my husband thinks. No. My husband is a very us and we type person. Ah, uh-uh, now with my food. <laughs> and so I know his mentality was, oh, she got us hot sauce. <laughs> and <laughs> my mentality was, mm-hmm. I like hot sauce on my eggs. Yeah. I've never seen him put hot sauce yeah. on a tuna sandwich. But I know he does like hot sauce. So I should have been aware. And here's why I, I know him well enough that yeah. I should have asked for two hot sauces. I should have been aware to ask for two hot sauces. Or you could have been aware enough to ask him if he wanted hot sauce. Yeah. you. I'm going to get hot sauce. You want? All right. See, because there now yes, if he does that's it. True, that's true. I could have been like that. I could have yeah, been like, Because now if he sauce. does it, now it's different. Because I asked you, did you want hot sauce? Yes, exactly. I'm sorry. That, maybe that's my mother in me. No, but, but that's I a fair point. You, that's a fair point. Like if I had turned to him and been like, yo, do you want some hot sauce? Right. But I felt so bad because then he didn't use my the hot sauce, like my hot sauce, the hot sauce for the rest of his sandwich. Because you said what you said. And I was like, you could use the hot sauce. And he goes, no, you said you got it for yourself. This yep. is how, how wonderful my husband is. Like, can I just tell you? I know. He puts up with me so well because, <laughs> I mean, the amount of attitude this man has to put up with. and He married a Puerto Rican. And the thing is, sometimes he gets a little attitude. He gets a little stank with me. And I feel bad because I squash it like right away. I'm like, mm, I'm not oh. the one. But sometimes when it's justified, a little a little stank on a man is kind of like, hey, okay. Yeah, sometimes right. you do need to be told. Yeah, yeah, I don't mind if you get a little stank with me, but it's like, you know, I mean, slow your roll. But. I mean, but you see, if the same situation was in reverse. And oh, if it was I a would guy, be tight. I wouldn't. I would be I wouldn't. tight. I w- but you know what? I would ask first. But that's my thing. That's exactly why I wouldn't because I would yeah. never just reach. I'd be like, yo, can I use your hot sauce? Yeah, can Even I Even if some? you're my man. Can you I know, have some? My man, my husband, whatever. Can I have some? Right. Or if I was listening, can you get me? But here's the ironic part. Like, I think it was just, and first of all, it was my mood in that moment. You because, were hangry. Yes. Because if I was with you, even if I was with you and you legit could just eat off my plate, I wouldn't yeah. care. No, that's not no, no. For and me. my husband too. Like if I was eating something and you picked off my plate, as long as I'm not hangry, when I'm hangry, don't touch my food. But when I'm not hangry, I don't care. Like you could be like, but... <sighs> You would you would ask. You nice. I don't mind. I don't because care like, if I don't touch my food in general, all the times, <laughs> unless given permission. This is a public service announcement. If you all, ever meet Catherine, don't, don't touch her touch food. Don't touch my her food. food. Nothing. No. Don't ask, touch my snacks. Ask. My food. Food. Fine. Don't. And here's the thing. I have to eat like a lot of gluten free stuff. I'm not supposed to have gluten. It won't kill me, but I'm I'm gonna feel like dying. So I eat a lot of gluten-free stuff. So for me personally, it's like, don't eat my snacks because I can't have regular snacks. Right. Because that's mass stuff, even though I ate your snacks earlier. But they weren't gluten-free. but I offered you my snacks. Because I was hangry. Yes, because you were getting hangry. But it's like, don't just take my snacks because there's not a lot of stuff that I can eat. Yeah. But that's also rude. If I buy something for myself, I don't mind sharing, but it's like, I can't can't have regular crackers. So if I buy gluten-free crackers, don't be beasting on them. Yeah. I don't I, care if you have some, but don't be beasting. Yeah, no. Uh, uh, I get really serious my about food. my 
snacks. See, I just, it's food in general for me. No. No, it's for, with me, it's literally just snacks. Food in general, I don't care. Like, I really do not care. Again, unless I'm hangry. If I'm hangry, you don't want your fork anywhere near my, you will get stabbed. I will not tolerate that. I think what gets me is if the person has their food in front of them as well, because now you not only got your meal, but you want some of mine. Yeah. How greedy. You want to taste this different. I've been on dates where it's like, and I had guys, because I'm great at ordering. I should let you know, this is a talent. I do, no, this has been proven. I can, we can go to a new restaurant and usually I'll find something. And for some reason, I, my ex and I would go, we would both pick something and mine was always the better dish. So he always just automatically knew I was going to do that. And I would even then say to him, because I knew he would ask, I would go, sure you don't want to order the yes, same thing? Yes, yeah. he'd be like, no, I'm going to take my chance on this. Cool, take your chance. So before we started, he would go, that looks good. Can I try it? Yeah. You can try it. But don't take no more after you try it. Dumb. No. Because the minute I start, and I'm actually going to let you, he would go, you're going to let me have the first bite? 100% you can have the first bite. Because the minute I start. It's over. It's a it's wrap. It's over. Don't reach don't over touch, the plate. Don't, don't ask look for nothing. at it. Nothing. You said, let me try. And you tried. Yeah. And then he would get so offended because then he would go, you want a, a few of mine? And I would be like, no, that don't look good. No, your dish looks trash. <laughs> I will not be eating that trash. <laughs> you ordered hot garbage on a plate. And you could right. keep that hot garbage to yourself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we do need to wrap up a little bit earlier today, which is kind of a bummer because I could talk about food all day. But let's go get some food, food. after this. Real quick, Catherine, tell the people where they can find you. You can find me at <laughs> on the on Instagram at Catherine, K-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E, the letter G dot M-E-N-D-O-Z-A. That's Catherine G dot Mendoza. It's long. I'm sorry about that. There you go. <laughs> She's always very apologetic about her Instagram name. Well, because name. it's long and like, I get Mine it. Mine is much shorter. It's at Gbrion. That is a letter G-B-R-I-L-L-O-N, like Brillo with an N, at <laughs> Gbrion on the Instagram. Uh, the website is ginabrion.net. You can check it out to find uh, out where I'm performing, on what dates, and just to keep up with me in general. I like to sign off the show with something my mom always used to say to me growing up, and she still says it to me one catastrophe at a time whenever i was going through stuff my mom would tell me to handle it one catastrophe at a time you guys do the same until next time say goodbye to the people Catherine. goodbye people looking like a trap straight out of the band though got your head on straight but your body so wavy you the kind of chick to get the work twice daily looking real sweet with the bike like bailey hands on deck i'm swimming it like baby yeah do it like that yeah. You the kind of chick that's ready to fight back yeah. Looks damn good, but really she type bad mm-hmm. Go to sleep, I call him my night cat Born killer, you a born killer mm. Go on, get him, go on, go on, get him mm.